Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, dear podcast listener. This is Ian Lee. And I'm Catherine Boyle. Uh, exciting news. From July the 1st, we are moving the show to www.patreon.com slash Ian and Catherine. I-A-I-N and Catherine with a K. That is going to be the only way that you will get to hear this best of podcast. So if you want to watch the show, all of the shows, you have to watch some of it for free, but if you want to watch all of the show and listen to the daily podcast, then go over to www.patreon.com slash Ian and Catherine, I-A-I-N and Catherine with a K, and have a look at the tiers. Yeah, there are so many, right? From being someone who just chucks us a couple of quid, and that's great, and we'll love you, and we'll pray for you, and we'll think of you very, very fondly, to being someone who joins us for dinner on Zoom. On Zoom. On Zoom. Um, and we're sorry we're doing this. It's just the way that things are working out. We kind of, if we want to keep the show going, we're going to have to start charging a little bit. We appreciate your support. We hope you come with us. And if you don't, make the gods bless you. And nearly said God, but that will put some people off. in this morning. I wasn't sure if you were talking about a cat or a child. No, okay, actual good. child. Um, and I said, what's the matter? And she said, uh, I feel so sorry for the um, supply teacher. Because she has this, say supply teacher, but she she's quite regular because I think... I don't know about a bowel movement. No, 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 I think the other teacher is like, has to do like courses and stuff anyway. So this teacher's in quite a lot. And the loud kids just don't listen to her and she's got such a sore throat and I feel so sorry for her. I said, well, why don't you say something really nice to her today? And you can, and you'll make her feel why good. Why don't you stand on your desk and tell everyone to shut the F up? Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell her that tomorrow. Vic says, Catherine, you look amazing. Thank you. you look amazing. What, is, that, is that denim? It's, um, I, I believe it's called chambray. So that means, that doesn't, that means bedroom. So. <laughs> that chambre. Chambray. Um, it's like denim, but it's softer. Cotton. When my man puts on blue stratos. You remember that? No. I, I thought it was called denim, and as I wrote, there is an aftershave called denim. denim and as yeah, I my dad had it. As I approached the word, I realised it was stratos. <laughs> but when my man puts on blue stratos, I get into something new. Do you not remember that? That's not really. No. It's bluesy. It's very sexy. Funky. My dad had high karate denim. I remember. There was some Old Spice. Let's have a look. When my man puts on blue stratus. Let's just look at old adverts But today. you've got to remember that my granddad, my dad's dad, didn't think it was manly to wear anything per- slightly perfumed. Not even deodorant. Right. Old fashioned, you see. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Where am I? When my man puts on blue stratus. Me! I know he's into something new. 
hearts on the strand. When he says into something new, does she mean there one? There ain't nothing he can do. <laughs> His whole house is blue. Doing oh, hey, baby. That's when my man puts on blue straps. Need to sing the blues. You are singing the Cool. Quite Notice that the song is being sung by a woman of colour. It's only white people in the other. Racist, racist Britain. Racist. White, white Stratos. <laughs> people, huh? Oh. We've moved on a few years now. No, we haven't. <laughs> I mean. Freedom. Freedom. But do you have to do that? Is it like with Tampax, you have to throw yourself well, out I don't of a like plane? Heights. No. I don't like heights. But it's because of Stratos, I'm guessing, the stratosphere. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, let's so we've gone 75, 81, or 84, and now we're going to 88. So this one's recent. Nothing's grey when you're into blue. What? What? Nothing's grey when you're into blue. Guy said I had high karate soap on a rope for Christmas once because I liked Hong Kong Fooey. Very disappointing year that was. <laughs> Who would I most like to have a one? <laughs> Hong Kong Fooey. My perfume today smells like chocolate milkshake. Does your milkshake ring? Yes, it does. It's called Musk Maori, oh, and it okay. smells like chocolate milkshake. But like, there we go. Oh, now this is this is combining. This is in between advert one and two that we saw. In between the the, the guy in the blue house and the um, lightsaber hang glider. So this is in between the two, and it, it's this like is the sauna. Here we go. Look, but it combines elements. Unleashes the free spirit in man. A unique spirit of freedom experienced only with Blue Stratos Cologne. Blue Stratos. Brisket. Bold. Adventurous. Which was a great alarm system. Blue. Um, I'm happy to sit and watch adverts all day. <laughs> You're going to watch some adverts now, guys. No adverts from July 1st. No adverts from July 1st. Not one. Not well, one. Apart from the ones we make up. Uh, I had my only fight at school, says DJ Blagg, in a supply teacher's class, partly because she'd lost control of our behaviour. Oh, God, they did. Oh, we used to do awful things. It was like a supply teacher come in, <sighs> specifically a young, possibly trainee teacher, and it would be like, Hey, yeah. here we go. This yeah. is going to be fun. Awful. Um, we had in the third year of middle school, so we were like nine or ten, and there was a supply. We had we, we I always lucked out in my life in in missing the great teachers. And there was a there was a great teacher that everyone loved, genuinely loved. Probably um, for prepubescent boys, there was and some of the girls actually. There was a there was a kind of a sexual element about her. She wasn't particularly sexy, but but she was also a brilliant, brilliant teacher. Charming and charismatic. Yeah, she filled a lot of roles. Mrs. Hammond. Mrs. Hammond killed her husband, but you won't kill me. That was a song, was it? Well, it was a song, but we don't know if she did kill her husband, but we su I suspect she might have done. See, we had Merv the Perv. But go on. So everyone wanted Mrs. Hammond, right? And then we found out we were getting Mrs. Hammond. We were getting Mrs. Hammond, and we went into Mrs. Hammond's class, and she said, "Okay, guys, year starts. Just let you know, I'm going to be leaving in a few weeks." No, no, no. Mrs. Hammond was the OG Carol Baskin tote. <laughs> no, and she left, and we we were weeping, we were heartbroken. It was devastating, and she got replaced by someone called, I think, Mrs. Lennon. Poor Mrs. Lennon, not a chance. No. Although I did write a slightly racist story that she thought was so good, very racist story actually, that she thought was so good she got Mrs. Savage, who was... Is that the racist story or the homophobic story? What homophobic story? Oh, was it, no, someone else did the homophobic story. I did a racist story. Which was the one that got put on the wall and it sort of used the term... Oh, that was, no, that was an essay in grammar school. Yeah. 
in grammar school, a guy wrote an essay, uh, wrote an essay about Erasure, the band, and it got put on the wall. It was so good, and it had language in it. Um, well, I can't remember the names of the Erasure boys. Andy Bell. Andy Bell is the gay Effie bum boy. Effie, for uh, you know, horrible gay word. Andy Bell is the gay Effie bum boy of the group. And this, the teacher went, "Well done, gold we're star. Like, we're going to put that on the wall." We're like thirteen or fourteen, and that got put on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got to remember, I'm going to say it different times. The front pages no, of no, the newspapers g- were using terms like that as a little bit of fun. Yeah, well, I, I mean, Boris Johnson wrote an article about it within like, More the recently, last 10, yeah, 15 exactly. years. Um, uh, by the way, how great are Erasure? That's so good. But um, so, so Mrs. Hammond left and we were devastated. We had Mrs. Lennon who thought that a racist story that I wrote was so good that it should be typed up by Mrs. Savage, who was a very sexy secretary. She would wear these thick leather chokers. Sauvage. It was, I mean, and it, at 10, it was like... I don't know what this is, but I, I feel things. Is. And anyway, so th- th- then the other class got Mr. Dennis, who was a prick, and he was the um, supply teacher. No one no one liked him. Or some people did. They thought he was funny. I'm going to... Sh- um, he would say things like, I'm going to shoot you with a double-barrel water pistol. Well, I'm oh. going to shoot you with a double-barrel water pistol, you boobalistic... He'd say all that kind of stuff, right? I'd think, oh, geez. Anyway, they had him, and we had a game of rounders. Right, this is incredible. We're nine, ten years old, right? Up the workers. We had a game of rounders. He was the referee. Mrs. Lennon was new. Wow. He cheated. He cheated. Was he showing off to Mrs. Lennon? Don't know. He was showing off to his class. He cheated. So his class were winning. Do you know what we did? We all sat down on strike. We yes. all sat down on strike and we were ordered to get up. We went, nope. We're nine years old. Nine-year-olds have got a very strong sense of injustice. Get back in the classroom. Get back in the classroom. So we went back in the classroom and we got the bollocking of our oh, yeah. lives. No, no dissent was was um, permitted. permitted at all in 80s education. Not not at all. Then, the teacher would punish you for flagging up anything that, they, you know, these days, they're not. it's not that they're frightened of you saying that they've done something wrong, but they will get called out, right? Yeah. And kids, I think, will get listened to more, quite rightly so. Back then, you didn't, not only did you not flag it up to the teachers, you also didn't tell your parents because you get punished no. twice. But then we had to then two of us and I think I was one of those people you know sometimes you can't quite remember whether you anyway I think two of us had to go into his class and apologise to him and to his class and I think I was one of those people and that says a lot about and there's another there's another thing about our education as Gen yeah shame Gen X shame humiliation of children and that says a lot about my need to apologise to people rightly or wrongly I get the balance wrong I get the I'm either F you or I apologise too much had to go in and um, and uh, apologise to him and his class. Sorry, Mr. Dennis. Sorry do they make everyone. people? Do you make do they make kids stand up with their hands on their heads anymore? No, that's that's. Um, I mean, we. I had my elder, my eleven-year-old's parents' evening last night. All done on Zoom, very smooth. Five-minute windows, and you get a little countdown, and you're out. Or very smooth, very smooth, apart from one lesson where. Um, I'm sat there, and then this nothing's happening. This, this teacher popped up, like popped up on the screen, and he's looking, and he looked at, went, oh, and he disappeared. Apart from that, very very smooth, right? And it was it was a joy. It's like having two hours of people say nice things about one of your favourite people in your life. It was a joy, and all and, the are things. Are the kids supposed to be present or no? No, 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 no. And I phoned him up afterwards and I said, "This is, this is great. This is great." And you know. And all the things they were picking him up on, like small things, there weren't many. My, my son, my eldest son is great. My youngest son, he's, the guy's screwed. I'm joking, Jim. Um, all of the, um, and that's the, I shouldn't make jokes like that because he, he won't see this, but he might see it one day. But that's the kind of joke that would get me. So I'm, t- I'm not going to make those jokes anymore. But um, 
all the things they were saying, if, yeah, if, if he could just pay a little bit more attention sometimes and it would be great if he could just put his hand up a bit more in maths and I'm thinking, uh-huh, okay, yeah, not a fucking chance, <laughs> not a fucking chance. And I, I went back and I said, look, some of the teachers would like you to contribute a bit more, and but I get it. I get it, you know. I get why you don't want to put your hand up. And I gave them the talk about. There's no, there's no wrong answers. I learned to ask silly, what I consider silly questions. Three counties to ask. Great. One of the greatest lessons I've learned in interviewing was when we were at three counties, and we'd sometimes have like councillors in or um, police chiefs and stuff like that, and they would say something that would be a phrase that I would have heard on the news at some point, and I would wouldn't know what it meant. Uh-huh. And so I would sit there and go, uh huh. They count on mm-hmm. that. Uh huh. And then I just thought, I wonder what would happen if I ask a really dumb question and go, I'm really sorry, that thing you just said, I don't know what that means. Talk to me like I'm an idiot. What, what does that mean? And then they would either be very, very kindly explain it and it would make it easier for me or it would become obvious that they didn't know. They either. didn't know either. And, and, I, and I told this... Well done, whoever is doing media training for, for people and actually um, convincing them that they can't manage without you because it's made some uh, people sorry, absolutely sorry, terrified. Sorry, 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 before you go any further, Catherine, I would just like to thank you <laughs> and your listeners for the opportunity to come. You asked the question and the first answer, three minutes. I would just like to thank you and your listeners for giving me the opportunity to come on, and by the time they finish that, you go, okay, well, we're out of time. So we never let them get away with it. Lessons will be learned. But also, when we heard that as the, <laughs> as the starting point, when you go, um, thanks very much for joining us. So what happened there? That's surely that something that you would not want to stand behind. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. We'd look at each other like, oh, we got one. Yeah. We got one. Someone's been on a course. But so, and so I said, to, I, so I, expl- I told that story to my boy, not that one, but the one about asking silly questions. I said, look, it took me a long time. I wish I'd learned it earlier. There's no such thing as a silly question. If you if you don't know it, there'll be someone in the other class who doesn't know it and will be going, oh, thank God he asked. I said, but I'm not going to put any pressure on you to do that. The teachers have said they'd like to see that a bit more, but I also get why you don't want to do that. So I'm, le- I'm leaving that up to you. That's up to you. It's a really hard political balance in classrooms, right, as the kid, because put your hand up too much, everyone hates you, including the teacher, and they start ignoring you. And that's true. Yeah. I can speak from experience. Stop putting your hand up. The teacher okay. notices and start telling your mum and dad that you've lost your confidence or whatever. It's not that at all. It's that, especially I think in state schools, you don't want to stand out as the yeah. bright kid. You yeah. don't want to stand out as the bright kid, but you also don't want to stand out as the kid that doesn't get it. So everyone is just desperate to conform and keep their head down because everyone just wants to be the same Billy and says, left alone. I remember the police coming into the school and they asked all of us if we'd like to have a go on the fingerprint machine. <laughs> Looking back, I'm glad I didn't pick a crime. That's terrible. Imagine the uproar now. <laughs> We had a copper come around and pass us all around a lump of hash and some oh, trips. We had um, they brought a frame full of drugs. Oh, great. You know, like you know that box of treasure you've got back there yeah, yeah, with yeah. like bits and bobs in it, and they've made it into artwork. My friend Lucy made that. I should, yeah. I'll go and get it later because you can buy it. That's what they did. You can why it goes that way and then it starts turning that way. You can buy those. That's great. Um, so I, yeah, I had a lovely chat with my boy, and um, I mean, most of this there was hardly any negative stuff. It was a lot of it was finessing. And um, how do you handle the I'm proud of you son stuff? What do you mean? Well, because there's a subtle difference, isn't there? And it's something I've learned as someone who was brought up to crave approval. Right. Yeah, because yeah. those moments when they said, I'm proud of you. Right. Yeah. I've noticed you do something different. Oh, I say you should be proud of yourself. And I learned that from my therapist, who I think was a cult leader and was ripping me off for, for lots of money. Oh, OK. But it's, but it's, I learned some great stuff from him. He would make a great cult leader. I saw a therapist who I'm convinced is a cult leader. Certainly he was trying to form a little cult with us and I got sucked in for a bit. But but so I very rarely do I say, I'm really proud of you. I did last night. I will generally say you should be proud of yourself. To, 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 it, it will help hopefully in the long term pre- prevent them seeking approval from outside of themselves. That they they are enough on their own, which is something I never had. But last night I did do that I'm, I'm so proud of you and you should be really proud of yourself as well because um everyone said you were a pleasure to teach but all of because uh, i'm now thinking about adhd and stuff so every time i'm being told maybe he doesn't pay attention uh, it, 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 there, was, there wasn't many of that i'm thinking is he adhd is he, ADHD? Is, he is, uh, is it uh, so i'm thinking from a completely different sphere 
to what the teacher was thinking, maybe what his mum was thinking. I don't, I don't really know what his mum was thinking, you know. But we were both on there on 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 kind of this weird Zoom, this this kind of bastard Zoom system that they had. But it was it was great. Is what I'm saying. Guardian says, uh, I used to put my hand up all the time, even if I didn't know the answer. Teachers will usually pick the brightest kid to answer. It was not me. Tell you what I had happen. I stopped putting my hand up in French class because I was embarrassed. All the other kids were starting to hate me. So the teacher used to ask every single other kid in the class and then go, go on then, Catherine, you tell them. That helped a lot. Thanks, guys. I, then the English teacher said, my boy's spelling is, is not great. And I, I think, he's not dyslexic. Um, they've kind of looked at that. And I think it's just, it's not important to him. And I totally get that. Isn't it funny? The, the things, you know, the, maybe I'm too much of a hippie dad. I, get, I think he just wants to get his stuff out. So he's not thinking about this. He just wants to get it out and done. And I, um, I, I appreciate that. She said, you could, and it just dawned on me now. She said, um, there's a thing you can get. Little, little, it looks like a calculator. It's called a pocket speller. And you type in the word, and if you're close to the word, it will tell you what the word is, how to spell it, and it'll give you the definition. And it's great, you can have it, they can have it in their pencil cases, and we don't mind them having the pocket spellers in class. Wow. So I got him a one. Spell check. Well it's a little it's a little well it's a little I'll show you what it I'll show you what it is. That's it's, basically what it is, isn't it? Yeah, it's um and so I got him one for him. Here we go. Pocket speller. Let's have a little look at you can't see my I really want to know. I think it's hay fever. I had some um Beckonays this morning, but apologies for me. Just make sure you can't see my address. Rub so if we go screen rubbing your cock. Conk. <laughs> conk. Uh, so it's that, right? I don't think you can see my address. I don't care. You can see. So it's that, right? So I ordered one for him, and I ordered one for his brother, of course, obvs, because it's a gadget. And then as I'm sat here, I'm thinking, what's wrong with dictionaries? <laughs> that's a dictionary, right? That's, that's a 20 quid dictionary, right? Right, wrong with a little pocket, a little one, yeah. But that's more fun. That's more fun. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's probably more fun to look up swears in a book, isn't it? Billy says I did buy him a dictionary and said there's swear words in it. Billy says a tough one. I see a lot of myself in my daughter. I'm trying to balance not accepting lack of application and knowing she's a chip off the old block. I did. I tried to put myself in his situation. He's he's. A lot brighter than I ever was. A lot um, kind of, he's a lot more academic than I ever was, my 11 year old. And so I try and put myself in his situation. And also, I think he gets a lot of his brightness from his, his academia from his mum's side of the family. So I'm trying to balance all of that. And I'm not trying to judge him by what the school wants him to be. I'm also not entirely trying to judge him by what I was. I'm trying to get a mixture of stuff. In there. I'm going to tell you something you're going to find um, weird, maybe hilarious. When I first met you, I assumed you were like Oxbridge. Because um, because of the way, you know, the quickness of your mind. And um, I just assumed that. And I can't get over how much you talk. No, you talk yourself down. You're. I went to a former polytechnic. So what? Performing arts. So what? So what? So but that is, not ha that is not how you come across. How, how you come across. That is not it. That's not Why you. Why do I feel uncomfortable? It says, it says a lot about me. Yeah. And that's not a judgment Because on you're you. not used to hearing how other people... You are, actually. You're too used to hearing how other people judge you. Maybe I, maybe I should keep my opinions to myself. But what I'm saying is... I Delete never that comment from a raised head, I never thought of you as a thick person. And I think you do sometimes. I do come across as a thick person. No, you think of yourself as thick. And no one sees you like that. I am thick. Uh, absolutely not. You're the most curious, in the best way, in the best way, curious person about the world that I know. Inquisitive, bright. Um, your mind works at a, a, a hundred miles an hour. I so don't see that. Deflection. My eleven-year-old can type thirty-seven words a minute. At that at that age, they should be doing. She said, oh, "That age, really. We're, we're hoping everyone can get to thirty words a minute." He's doing thirty-seven. We all taught ourselves, didn't we? <laughs> Typing, we had to. <laughs> I love my kids. Um, you, uh, you, you didn't take any of that in at all that I said to you, did you? I don't know what you said. <laughs> I don't know what you said. Was it? Was it? <laughs> Again. Come on. 
It's very interesting. What did you Okay. Well, no, because I switched off because you were saying nice things. So exactly. I, I, I did hear it. I did hear it, but I, I, I'm, and I'm being flippant. Um, yeah, because you don't know what to do with it. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, that's, you saw that bullying. That's bullying online. That's bullying online. We will not take that. We will not stand for that. I will cancel you. I'll tell you what I'm going back to cancel. Jim Bowen. Mandy. Don't cancel Mandy. No. This guy. Why? It's because he's annoying me and I can. <laughs> Goodbye. Rip the elephant man. Don't you get personal about my best mate. Hello. Hello, caller. This is Ian and Catherine. Oh, you've got it. Uh, there he is. Nelly not spoken to Nelly for ages. My hair looks fine. I look like Errol Flynn. What? <laughs> My mum had a cactus called Errol. It would not die. It was massive, obviously. He died. He had to be buried with a big box because he had a boner, right? I don't know about the boner, but I know that he had a, a, a big personality. You got 30 seconds to turn your phone the right way around. Thank you. Everyone's learning. Everyone's learning from the Gatford model. Uh, hello, supply teacher, Nelly. Yeah, I just saw him just bring him to the supply teacher conversation. Talk uh, to us, because, I mean, God. Uh, well, uh, well, he's got a picture of a racist on his wall. Which one? So we saw it. picture. There's the racist yeah, over yeah. him. The racist over my shoulder. Um, well, I was supply teacher in primary school uh, a few years ago, just for a couple of years. And, um, yeah, I once took a class for PE, year three, year fours, so about seven or eight-year-old. And uh, very straightforward. All you got to do, you had to do like a warm-up, basketball things. You know, it was pretty straightforward. But, yeah, during the warm-up, doing stretches, jumps and that, I basically split my trousers right in half. Mate. Seven and eight-year-olds. They'll never forget that. No. And they didn't let me forget for the rest of the afternoon or the following <laughs> week when I am. Um, What's that buzzing noise? Have you got, got some kind of vibrating device? <laughs> oh, mate. It's, it's, it's my uh, robot Hoover downstairs. Have you actually so, got um, a robot Hoover? Yeah. I want to get a robot Hoover and a robot, robot lawnmower. lawnmower. I saw those the other day. I even priced them up. It's not yeah. going to happen, but I mean, what, what a dream. Pete says, hang on, is Nelly related to that Russian guy who rings in? I don't know. We have no Russians that ring in. We have a Polish gentleman yeah. that rings in. I believe he's Polish. Maybe he's Russian. I'm not too... The accent's a bit shonky, but... <laughs> I'm going to go and have another cup of coffee. You okay? Yeah. You don't want one? No, I'm fine. You should think another cu cup of coffee's a good idea. please, lady lose. Hi, Nelly. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, I, I don't uh, envy that job. I mean, one, being a teacher, two, being the supply teacher. My God. Actually, actually, being a supply teacher, I thought was better than when I had a class of my own, just oh, really? because. Oh yeah, because because the the work is minimal. <laughs> basically, you basically you rock up, everything's there ready for you to just uh, go on with, and then you you don't have to hang around with the other adults in the school. <laughs> you basically spend time with the kids. You basically spend time with the kids, and then it's no, great. And then you go on. No, he's Lucky just saying zero. that it being the supply teacher means you don't have to hang out with the other adults. That reminded me of that impression oh. my kids were doing of um, the st uh, staff room teachers. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> at dinner, right? Apparently, if you go to the staff room at lunchtime, you always get a to ask a question. You always get a teacher who goes, "Just a minute, sweetheart." <laughs> But it's just that. You know about... <laughs> when we went to the staff room as kids, we got a teacher going, yeah, what do you want? <laughs> about 12 years ago when I was working at Absolute Radio and I was only doing Sunday nights and I wanted to be a teacher. And I, I, I looked up for it to the point of I went to an evening where they were trying to recruit male primary school teachers. <laughs> yeah. And I went and helped out in a school for two days. Went to a primary school and I helped out for two days as like the classroom assistant. And this is when I was like... Famous, and none of the kids knew who I was little shits. No, and it was, and I went out, and I, I got to, I got to hang out in the staff room, and talk to these people, and and I don't think anyone recognised me. There's no reason they should. Something was never mentioned. Maybe they did. But people find it at college. It took weeks for someone to say, okay, I have to say, I have to address this. You're on the telly, and no one's mentioned it, and it was a really weird moment. Anyway, 
But so, but I, I kind of, I kind of um, enjoyed it. And then I got offered four nights a week, absolute. And it was like, well, and we were about to have a kid, and it's like, well, I can't afford to do yeah. this. Um, but I don't. Anyway, yes. But so did you, but you stopped doing it, Nelly. You found it. Am I correct? Do I remember correctly? You, you just found it too stressful. Um, yeah, I um So basically, I I trained probably eight about eight years ago now. Yeah, eight, eight or nine years ago, did a year's training, and my June training you do like placements in schools. And the final placement I had started the Monday after my wedding. Uh, uh, so, I, so that's gone back exactly eight years. And um, two weeks in, I'd, I just had a massive breakdown. I had a huge oh. breakdown. Um, ambulance was called, and I don't even remember what happened. I just remember being found on the stairs in a, in a ball, and I have no memory of what actually happened. So... They, with the proposed postponed it, put me into another school. I got through the placement, got my qualification, but by by then I was just sort of thinking, well, is this what I want to do? So I did supply for a bit, got my confidence back a bit, got my own class, but that lasted a term, and I thought, you know what? Nah, no thanks. Plus my plus my 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 boy was born during that term as well, and you start to realise. If you're you're teaching, it is you you you, you don't stop working. No. You, I, I, even when I wasn't working over the weekend, I was thinking about what I had to do. So yeah. it's never it wasn't it was never in my head. You know, my sister's never, a teacher, <laughs> and even if you're not working and you think you're done, there's still stuff you could crack on with because you've got stuff yeah. to come. You know, she's she's living with her work all the time. Um, talking about. The emotional and the the mental stress of, of of teaching. I think back now to teachers who, in my school days, were clearly struggling, right? Oh. And they were a flipping joke to us. Yeah. Outrageous, you know, outrageous. People there cheered was... when Mr. Bishop had a mental breakdown. Oh, yeah. We had one, we had a chemistry teacher who used to hide in the chemistry cupboard, and we mm. all knew it. We all knew it. Oh, man. But, you know, people didn't talk about that stuff back then. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot to be said when it comes to you know, training te- trainee teachers that um, because, you know, your fully qualified teachers are under, like, so much pressure, they can't really give up the time to the trainee teachers to, you know, walk them through the job and how they ha- and, and to learn from the job, really. I think that was, you know, part of the thing with me. Um, I mean, that, you know, plus, you know, I, 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 I don't think it was suited to me, but simply. Mm. Um, yeah, so when I had my own class, um, yeah, June towards the end of, I think it was like in November, it was a month after my boy was born, I had another bit of a breakdown on the way home. I had to pull over. And then the next day I said, you know what? It's not, not happening. So I, I, put, I put a notice in. Did supply for another year or two whilst I figured out other stuff and now I'm just doing something else. Um, May I offer a word of encouragement or or, or, or a suggestion? Man the fuck up, Snowflake! <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> I love the delay. Uh, oh, look, now he's getting a blowy. Uh, stop it. <laughs> She's blowy face. Uh, people who've just tuned in for the first time. What? This guy's had a breakdown and he's been told to man the fuck up? What is this? I'm going to report this. It's the yeah. best advice. <laughs> Um, I couldn't do, I couldn't, I don't think, I, I mean, I, I could, but I don't think I'd get any pleasure out of teaching. Certainly, we would never go older than primary school. I, th- I don't like teenagers. I, I think, don't like them. I think if you do it properly, it's a bloody hard job. Yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. All right, Nelly, well, th- we I mean, thank I, you for your, Oh, go on. Well, I'll, I'll give you one example as to how difficult teaching is before, before I go, okay? I mean, obviously, you have all different subjects and all that. And also, when you're especially no, oh. Nelly, Nelly, you're frozen, teacher Nelly. Like, you're, no teacher, you're gone. You're gone Just uh, imagine something really hard. That. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. If you're getting divorced, it sucks. Been there. It's not a pleasant thing at all. Uh, Richard Gregorian. Remember the name, guys. Because he's going to be big. G-E-Law.co.uk. G-E-Law.co.uk is the place to go. If you're getting divorced, go and have a look. Not the cheapest, but I would suggest one of the best. One of the best. Will help try and smooth things out between you. Not to get a resolution, not to get a, a reconciliation, uh, but to kind of stop the legal process being dragged on and on and on. Let's get this sorted. Um, VPN Surfshark! Surfshark. If you want to look at stuff, but you don't want people to know you're looking at stuff, you need a VPN. If you want to watch American Hulu, American Netflix, American Psycho, you need a VPN for at least two of those things. I use... And I recommend Surfshark. Not only that, if you use our wonderful deal that is in the chat now, you will get 83% off and three months extra for free. I have it installed. Bought Surfshark the other day from you guys. No complaints here. Yes, Gafford. How's it going? Hello, mate. Nice to see you. Good. Nice to see you both as well. Uh, but just firstly on this subject of you being thick, uh, thick people don't win Mastermind, do they? Well, they do when you're up against Scott Mills and a Nolan. <laughs> which is who I was up against when I won. Can we see Can we see that beautiful face? Sorry, it's just that I'm is. doing it on a phone and it's a bit tricky to get it. There she is. There we go. Oi. Oh, no, the face, the face, the face. There he is. <laughs> says hi. She wants to know how the arm is and I need to give her an update. My arm or his arm? My arm's fine, but your arm, you're the most recent. No, you're the one that nearly lost it. Oh, the hand. The hand, sorry. Well, she hand said is arm. fine. The hand is fine. It's got some lovely scabs that have still got a little bit of pickability about them. It's going, there'll be skin soon. Pick, 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 pickability. <laughs> That's the beauty of scabs. And then Actually, what happened? I had an ending. I had an yes. ending. I knew you would. Yes, yes, uh, Tateford. Uh, no, that's no, that's the other bloke. You, you're all interchangeable. All of you men. <laughs> The phone this show are interchangeable. <laughs> the Aston on this bluey expert. <laughs> You're all in. All men that call this show are interchangeable. <laughs> you should see that um, the, we have a mod Twitter chat. Oh, that's a hot and, bed of gossip and, and at the moment. Is still in it, even though he's not. In, he's not a mod anymore. But boy, oh boy, it's uh, they're all the same person. They're all the same person. Part <laughs> of Amy and Mandy, they're pretty different. Uh, Ma Mandula is my queen. <laughs> She is my queen. And I saw there's a very funny video of um, Amy playing uh, Five Nights at Freddy's on Oculus. 
She's got guts. I couldn't. I couldn't play that game. <laughs> well, I might play some Oculus today. But she needs to upload it, not anybody else. Yes. Uh, that wouldn't be fair. That would not uh, be. F- that would not be fair. If that been leaked onto a BitTorrent site. No, that would be terrible, wouldn't it? What would you I'm like, sir? Fridge Pete hasn't already done that. There's someone in the chat called Big, Big Fat Fridge, and I'm just wondering if that's a dig. Oh no! Just, is I'm there? Just, I'm, I'm not seeing them. I'm just asking. Have they said anything yet? No, no, no. Well, they've they've, they've not said anything controversial. It's just the username. I'm a little bit sensitive, and okay. also it's image infringement. So I just want okay. to clear that up. Can we? I can't find. How do we find them? Uh, Big fat fridge. Make yourself known, please. You're not in trouble. You're not in trouble. No, no. Big fat fridge. It's. Oh my god! It's not a dig at anyone. It's about me. Then, okay. Um. Then then, fine. Um, then, brother, then brother, I embrace you. Pete says, I'm trying to recoup the cost of my new laptop, so for 20 quid a month, I will share the full contents of the mod chat with anyone. <laughs> no, 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 Big Fat Fridge, you don't have to. It's just um, Tateford here, Gapford here, uh, is Fridgeford, and he would sh- he, 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 <laughs> claims, he claims to own copyright on fridges. Yeah. Um, but no, 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 please don't change it. If that is your name, I'd love to know the history behind it, Big Fat Fridge, if you feel so inclined to tell us. Um yeah. Yeah, but uh, no, 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 please don't change it. And thank you for responding. Thank you for responding. <laughs> you get you get the you get the fridge for thumbs up. Now get out of here, you goddamn piece of trash. Cook, 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 cookability. I'm loving my head. Yes. Do you call us and we miss you, we call you back. Just as we do. Hello. With Alistair. Oh, Alistair, bye. Hello. Going to the clouds. This is Blue Stratos. This is the reboot. I'm just trying to turn you off on the computer, yeah, on the television. Off, you know, turning me on, buddy. That's better now. Um, I feel great this morning. Good. I've been to a meeting, Ian, on uh, Zoom, and I've had my cup filled with spirit. Ooh, I love it. I, do you know what? I got this. I was. I've been reading the Step Three Prayer. Yeah. My sponsor's getting me to read the step. This is what I read every morning. Do you want to hear this? I want to hear it. It's gonna, it's gonna blow your minds. You're gonna go. Ah, oh, shit! We're in the wrong place. Oh, so I'm asked to. Re- he asked me to read a passage, pages eighty-six uh, to eighty-eight. <laughs> Jim, and, Jim and Usher thinks um, you look like God, Alistair, like God. <laughs> in the clouds there. And then I read the step three prayer. Right, listen to this. We are now at step three. Many of us said to our maker, as we understood him, holy shit, we're getting into that stuff. God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self, don't, that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties, that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love and thy way of life. May I do thy will always. Beginning of every day. And here's the thing. It kind of works. It's, it's, it's his early days for me doing the step three prayer, Alistair. I never really did it. It's certainly not in NA. Never really did it. And so I'm only, I'm only a week into it. And basically what it does is it takes you out of self. And it takes you out of self-pity. And it's like, um, okay, things might be shit, but I'm handing it over to you because I know that you've got a plan for me. Now, it, 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 it's, it's a God. It kind of is a... It, it sort of is a Christian God because of the way it was... The, the, the history of them... And it was it was a little bit Christiany at the start, and it's God and Thy and Thine will and all of that stuff. So there's like a hint of it, but I choose to the when I say God, I choose to uh, I choose the word God, and I don't mean like like you there, baby Jesus, sat up in a cloud with your, all your angels. I mean my higher power, which is which for me at the moment is nature. It's nature. So I'm trying to do that every day. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm reading it on here because I feel silly. I kind of feel silly doing it. So I want to get it out that I'm doing that to take away the silliness. And you're nodding because I'm guessing maybe you could, not everyone does this in recovery, but maybe you do. I don't know. I do. Um, um, I rarely read prayers aloud, but I read them. And also, but at night, I do say aloud. Things like, uh, thank you, creator, for another day free of alcohol. Um, and please, if it, by the, if it be thy will, please make the next one free of alcohol also. And to take away my shortcomings and to be a better person and help others. There you go. That's it. 
that's it. So, um, and I interrupted. Sorry. So you're feeling good. You've done a you've done a meeting online meeting. I would imagine. I was chairing it. So, wow. Hey, nice one, man. Was this the yeah. twenty four hour one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You 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 dropped in. Well, hope you don't mind me saying you dropped in and see what the what was happening. It's good that I've been in that one before yeah. when I when I relapsed. A while ago, I popped in. It's, it's it's great. We're talking about Alcoholics Anonymous for anyone who's interested. Also, uh, uh, we know I I'm, I say I'm an alcoholic, but really it was booze was not my issue. It was it was drugs and sex and food and shopping. But I I'm choosing to do a lot of AA. I've been to a couple of NA meetings actually recently, and um, getting you know it's it it works it it works if you work it. So work it, you're worth it. Definitely. First, anyway, meeting I went, first meeting I went into, they have these laminate cards on the floor. And some meetings do, and some don't. And like one of the first ones I went into, I don't think it was the first one, there's a laminate card on there. Hugs, not drugs. And I thought, fuck, the fuck is this? Yeah. Fucking. I, I agree with fucking that. Fucking shit. <laughs> what is this? Fucking shit. And that one is quite cheesy. But now it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and I now know to ignore the ones that don't work for me because some meetings go a little bit over the top with it. Uh, and I and I know now choose, oh, my sponsor said a great thing today. I phoned my sponsor up this morning. And I said, I'm really, I'm full of anxiety. I'm really worried about work. I'm worried about losing my home. And I've just done the step three prayer and the thing I heard. And then you're supposed to kind of meditate a little bit and see if you get any answer back. And and the thing I heard was like I, got, I should call you, so I'm calling you, I'm calling you. And he said it's it's he said it's a daily. This is great, man. It sounds cheesy, and some of them are cheesy. Some of the cheesiest ones are great. He said um, he said that you've got a daily reprieve from alcohol. This is an ism, not a wasm. Fuck it. So it's 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 ism. It was not it was in the past. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. today. And I was like, oh man, that sounds so cheesy, but God, it's spot. On. It's an ism, not a wasm. It's well, there every day. Yeah, and I think it starts to get slippy, doesn't it, when you start thinking, I've got this cracked, I don't need to do anything anymore. This is fine. I'm, I'm fine with this now. Yeah. I'm cool. So, That's when uh, it creeps up, right? I'm, I'm really struggling with anxiety and fear around work and money, as you know, Alistair. So I'm, I'm trying to really commit to this, as well as what we talked about last night on the stream, commit to medical help as well. And I'm seeing my psych tonight at six. It's lo I'm, I'm so... Happy, I hope you don't mind, me and Catherine have spoken about this off stream. We are both so happy to see you living your life. And there was the other day when you showed us Jeannie, there's a big grin on your face. There it is. There it is. You had that big grin on your face. And it's the first time in, it, it, since knowing you, we've seen that much of a grin on your face. Yeah. And we went, isn't that, isn't that magic? Partly because it's cats, mainly because it's you, and it was a—it's a joy to see you so happy. She will get on your nerves at some point. Oh, has it happened already? Well, I think she's—I think she's getting a little bit too big for the boots. Early on. <laughs> too late, mate. <laughs> too late. That's a—that's a default <laughs> setting with cats. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I got something that, that you may want to. I'm prepared to donate this as a kind of thing that you could use as a promotion for your oh. If it's semen for a sperm bank, I We've don't got know plenty. How, <laughs> how that rumour got out, but we're not, we're no. not doing that anymore. Um, so what it is, I, I, I bought a package from Lana Del Rey, like, you know, with the new release where I've got, got it on vinyl and I've got a yeah. T-shirt and a da-di-da. But I also got this, which is the cassette version of the album. Okay, cassette now, version of Lana Del Rey. Player, okay. And I've right. also got... If I send this to you, you could actually put it on on a raffle or something no, when, what? for everybody who signed up. A cassette of Lana Del Rey as a raffle for everybody who signed up? Is he just trying... Can I just ask... Just you, we're going to go, go silent for a second, Alice, so you're not going to hear us, OK? Just mute the mics. Is he trying to palm off his old crap on us? I think that's exactly what's trying I've got a load of crap in my house already. I know. I don't want any more crap. We gave a load away, didn't we? Mark? Well, exactly. Well, it's there. I've got, I'm, I'm hoping they forget about it because I don't want to. I can't be bothered. To Ravioli. Post it. I mean, you're insane. Okay. Well, okay. So, right, okay. Uh, oh, go live. Hello, Alistair. Hello, Alistair. Sorry about that. Can I can I can I deflect all this by showing you something brilliant? He's come yeah. a long way from winning a round of Uno. Um, hang on. Here you go. One of those. Ah, one of those little babies. One. one of those little babies. 
Brilliant. It's mine. Do you know the name yet, Catherine? Yeah, we've got a couple in the offing. The children think they're going to have a say. They're not. Um, but I'm going to wait until I see the little face. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I pretty much know what she, she I think, is going to be called. Have you heard you know the song? How Willow might react. I suppose you don't yet. Because She's not going to like it, but she doesn't like anything. It's a joy when you've got a cat <laughs> and then you bring in other cat. The cat thinks, this is, i got the next 15 years. I'm, what the fuck? <laughs> what is this? This stinks. <laughs> and it's eating my food. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Um, she's not going to like it, but I am uh, going to um, rely on Jackson Galaxy pretty heavily. Jackson Galaxy. Alistair, nice to talk to you. No, we don't want your tape. Thanks very much. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, the Brighton show is a step closer. Did you send me the, the remix files? Of the first one, yes. Of, of the first. You haven't done the second one yet. Okay. I don't think I've had the second one yet. Oh, no. I... 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 I did the remix. So oh, thank you, Jordan. And thank you, Terry. Terry. Um, I, I remixed it so you could hear more of the crowd yesterday. I thought I did. You may have. I thought I did. Your files were sent. What day is it today? The 5th. Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, I did. I sent you the... Brighton Act 2. So, oh, so I, got it. I got so it. Good. I got it. So as soon as I've got that, I will put them on, start putting them, transferring them to cassette, and then we can put them up on the website. We didn't look at the website yesterday, the new website. And it's a joy. Matt, it's not quite finished, but it's getting close. And it's you can either go ianandcatherine.com or ianandkath.com. Is it going to work? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is our new website, Ian and Catherine. Why does it say blob? Blog, excuse me. It does look like blob. So Patreon. So if you're a Patreon, you'll get stuff on here that no one else, you can't see if you're not a Patreon. And there's our Patreon things. Uh, there's my Twitter. There's Catherine's Twitter. Donuts. Um, and we can put other stuff. And what's going to happen is, this isn't here yet, but the store, because we've got two shops. We've got the one that Scott does, and we've got our one. Can I ask what the remixing entails? Syncing two recorders and playing with levels. and playing with I'll tell you what it is, Hazy. Um, we would record the live shows with two inputs. One was the microphones. And one was everything that went into the mixing desk of the venue directly back into the Zoom on one track. So that would be loud mics and very little audience. And the other one would be an ambient microphone that would just record the audience. And Catherine would will mix those so that it sounds more like a live album. It's, I mean, it's never going to be ideal because it's basically two tracks and her mic and the computer and my mic are all on one track anyway so that's what it entails i can't do it she can do it um so it sounds a little bit bit of compression bit of normalizing yeah you have to sync up the two tracks but also messing with the level so that one doesn't overpower the other one i've been doubling up some of the tracks just to make them a bit meatier that kind of vibe but a lot of it is just about listening to it and going what what's does that sound better worse or the same so here, I could mess about with that stuff all day. Ianandcatherine.com, you can get the, the podcasts. We've got video. This is all very early days. I've not been. Matt, Matty's done all of this. There's Alistair. Look, look at me nearly blonde there. <laughs> Alistair, uh, Matty's done all of this, and he's done a brilliant job. Um, uh, and then the shop is going to be integrated with Scott's shop and our shop. Because before it was two separate, um, it was two separate uh, stores, and it was kind of crazy. And... The, the stuff comes from two different places, and, but Matty and Scott think they have worked out a way of having it all in one store. And the clothing, you'll buy it from our store, but it will kind of send you to Scott's once you buy it, and he will fulfill that order. And the kind of other stuff, we will do. So yeah. soon, maybe by the end of the week, cassettes and... In fact, let me just... Well, I can get all this done tomorrow because I'm going to do the pot. Because obviously, if there's no show tomorrow, Thursday. No, no, I'm a college. I'm going to college. So I can spend the day um, sorting out that second um, side of yeah. the cassette. And also, um, I'm going to get those pod, uh, postcards done and sent out tomorrow. Yes. And uh, we, I've got to get. Have you got any boxes? Or, have you got any boxes that would fit any I've of I've got that loads stuff? of bloody boxes. We'll bring them over and we'll send that stuff out tomorrow. Uh, to Friday. All right. Um, could they could have a section for the schedule? Great idea. <clears throat> Great idea. Um, you can contact us. So, um, could have a section for the schedule. Any thoughts on a newsletter? Look at that. That's a great picture. 
submit your message. Oh, and you can subscribe. There you go. Let me just move that bottom right, top left. There you go. You can contact us. Uh, subscribe to our newsletter. So if you sign in there, I don't actually know where that goes. So M Matthew will have to tell well, me. I don't know where. I none of this is live yet, though, is it? I think it's live now. What? I think it's live. Okay. So I don't know where that goes. And we don't have access to this email yet either. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Um, so, <laughs> uh, just saying. Is it not live? Someone's saying it's not live. Maybe it isn't live. Anyway, I don't, I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> anyway, soon, soon on this show or something like it. Let's play, let's, let's play some... Uh, um, I saw someone. It was Jilly, I think, made a comment earlier on talking about shop uh, being shopaholic, and it was oh, don't talk about being a shopaholic. Here it is. Don't bring shopaholics into it, otherwise it's every woman on the planet. Brackets joking, right? I've been listening to a lot of Brene Brown recently, and she said something the other day, and it totally rings true for me. I told you the other week that I've been self-soothing with blouses, right, for quite a long time, <laughs> for quite a long time, right. I buy a lot of clothes. Yeah. I've stopped recently because I realised something. I've got too many clothes. But also, Brene Brown said, and it's a thing that is particularly about the way advertising works for women. Yeah. Women that feel less than buy more. Women that feel less than buy, buy more. more. We're yep. surrounded by advertising yep. telling yep. us that we're too old, we're too fat, uh, we're too short, we're too, you know, too not what this person is who actually probably doesn't exist because they've been digitally manipulated. But you said digits. Digitally. You said, you said digitally. Manipulated. You said digitally. Digitally. Okay. Digitally manipulated. That's fine, but you but said thanks digitally. Thanks for making me feel great about myself. I'm going to buy myself a blouse. But um, people that feel less than buy more. Isn't that the truth, right? We're kind of programmed from being tiny to think that our happiness is derived from an external of course. Well, place. Well, that's how right? capitalism, partly how capitalism works. Exactly. Is you, you have to buy. If everyone bought a phone and went, okay, I've got this phone now. It works. Then, this, then the, the whole system would collapse. They have to, the phone, new phone has to come out. Well, it used to be every 18 months. I think it's every year now. And you have to go, oh, this phone I've got. But that one, okay, another thousand. I, yeah, that's fine. And it has to because that new phone is going to make you feel better. Yeah. And boy, oh boy, we're jumping out of the Apple iPhone Totally. Race was the best thing. And now I, I bought, I, I, I nearly fell into it again when I bought this phone, when my last one broke. And I bought a phone that was 300 quid and it came and it was tiny. And I'm used to having a big phone now. And I went, oh, well, I'm, for another 300 quid, I'll get the bigger version. And I ordered it. Suddenly I'm spending 600 quid on a phone. No, no, no. 150, 160 quid. And, and you could get cheaper. But I went 160 quid because it, it does everything I wanted to do. The phone thing is a massive, the phone thing is nuts. a massive emotional thing that they try. Do you remember the advert that used to be? Have you got? Are you ashamed of your phone? Ashamed of your wow. Ashamed of a thing that I use that has got nothing to do with anyone else, but they use that word ashamed, 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 and you know, multiply that by a lot of the advertising that surrounds us. Doesn't make you buy if you feel happy. That blew my mind. When my man puts on blue stratos. Also, if you ever had that feeling of having like had a big old spend up, probably online after the the year we've had, right, to try and kind of soothe and, and treat yourself, and it arrives and you go, ah, it's just it's just more stuff in it. I have that all the time. I've got into buying retro games, modded retro games, uh, that cost a fortune. And I sold a couple of them. And here's where my nuts thinking is, right? I sold, this is not in any way not an invitation, um, Pete, saying I want, to, want it back. But I sold this this modded GameCube that I bought for 400 quid. I sold it to uh, Pete for 100 quid because I never used it. And then the last few weeks, because I'm not very happy, I'm thinking, oh, God, I'd, I'd love that. I'd love to have that back. I wonder if I could. This is where my insane thinking is. And this is not a thing, Pete. So please don't think I'm doing a thing. Um, my, my head is going... What if I could if I could buy it off him for two hundred quid? I could buy it off him for two hundred quid, and then I have a moment. I go, but you never you never played it, you never played it, and you've still got the modded N sixty four, and you've still got the modded Dreamcast, and you've still got the Odroid, and you never play those. And all those things, when you notice them sitting there unplayed with, fill you with yep. shame and regret. But my head goes, well, I could, I should have just bought it. I should have kept it and just put it in a box in the garage. Okay, well, I could have done that. But I never 
played it. I never, and I, my head's going, I really want to get that back. And it will come and I'll go, uh, and it's nuts. And I'm doing the same thing now with a Kindle. I really want a Kindle. And I've, I've talked myself into a great corner where I can justify a Kindle because at college books, I, I, at college, nah, man, you know, no, 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 no. There is, I'm very aware, I'm very unhappy, I'm very anxious, very low self esteem at the moment. Um, and I'm worried about money. So to make myself feel better, I will spend lots of money. And then you get it and open it and go, oh my God, there's 200 quid. The whole, he says, now I know how much your brain wants it. I couldn't let it go for less than a grand. The hole in my soul is not Kindle shaped. It's not GameCube shaped. It is, it is, it is love shaped. Yeah, ain't it? Okay. We just hit, we just hit a point. We just hit peak point, man. Hit a peak point. It's true. External stuff is never going to fill that hole in your soul. In the soul. There are other holes that can be filled that with external filled. stuff. That's your business. <clears throat> that can be filled. That can be filled. Can be filled. Um. <clears throat> My spending goes right up when I'm unhappy. <clears throat> I think we're a lot like that. And uh, There are better than a Kindle. Are there? Are there now? <laughs> yeah, they're called books. You can write in them. Yeah, I'm really into highlighting in yeah, books Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I like that when you can... Show yeah. me what you've um, what stood out to you. <laughs> yeah, are you reading what I'm reading? I think it's because you pulled a face. Is that what you're reading? No. What are you reading? Um, I find a good spooning and forking in bed helps, says Dory Lou. Huh? Another one. I'm talking about external stuff in your um, hole in your in your, in your soul, <laughs> your soul, mate. Um, and um, highlighting on Kindle <coughs> is fab, though. Gives you a PDF of all your highlights, which I'm sure you refer to all the time, right? I like. I, I'm loving. I, I, w I was brought up never to write in books. Yeah, and me now, too. And now I'm just. I'm just highlighting. I was that, right. Boom. I was brought up never to um, write in books or to bend the spine back. They all looked absolutely brand new. Yeah. Then I had a brilliant A-level English teacher who said that book is yours. That book is yours now. Put notes in it. Write in it. Do what you want with it. It's yours. It's yours to use. Uh, if we get to the 350th patron today, mm. if we get to our 350th, the last couple of people haven't wanted phone calls. They said, they, in fact, me offering them a phone call, I think it was a, a young woman called Alice yes. was the last one, has actually made them feel anxious. So I'm going to stop offering phone calls because I don't want people to... Whereas other people have said, oh, I'm so disappointed that I missed out on the phone call. <laughs> I'm going to stop offering phone calls because I don't in any way want to make people anxious. But if we get to 350, we've done postcards, we've done phone calls, what can we offer for the 350th um, Patreon sign-up that's a little bit... Oh, we'll give them a cassette. Okay. Of Brighton. We'll okay. give them a cassette of Brighton. That'll make them feel better. The yeah. cursed tape. You'll get you'll get the cassette of Brighton. Uh if we can get to three hundred and fifty. Um yeah. <laughs> what's on the tape? Spooning and a oh yes, a cassette. <laughs> uh we'll get to three hundred and if we get to uh, the, 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 the patron is slowed down, <laughs> obviously, with big rush at the start, and I'm I'm not convinced it's gonna win. No, not Lana Del Rey, Alistair. Fucking hell. <laughs> um, I'm not convinced it's gonna work. We talked about this. I don't want to get on, on Maudlin. Anyway, so um if we can get to 350, the 350th highlighted copy of a book of their choice, no, we'll get the cassette with a hand design cover of the bootleg Brighton show. That will only be available on cassette. So it's only for the foreseeable. So um, get the Lim Perry autobiography is going nowhere. No, we need that. We need that. I mean, although last time we read it, it did go a little bit south, didn't it? Well, the bit I read yesterday when we were talking about the Bible, chapter seven, was was racist. Yeah. Was she still in Africa at that point? She had an no. African boyfriend. At no. When we read. No, but someone, but but Bet Lynch. Oh God. Um, tricked her into thinking she'd had sex with um. A, <laughs> person of colour oh my god sure I'd remember having 
sex with her phrase a big black man. Oh my god! It really is a different world. Apologies for the anyone's face, but maybe I shouldn't have said that. But that was that's a that's what she said. Um, so yeah, if we get to three hundred and fifty, the three hundred and fiftieth will get the cassette of the bootleg Brighton show. That's a push. That's a push to get that far. That's a push to get that far. But let's see. Um, I, I'm really I, worried it's not going to work. You have been listening to a Rabbit Hole production. Boing! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.